0: Hey, everybody, this is The Bright Side with Mikey and Rachel. I am Mikey, and Rachel's not here, unfortunately. But we couldn't get together. Uh, I'm currently moving back from Madrid, back to the States. Yay for me. Uh, and uh, Rachel is on an audition for a show. And so everybody who listens to this, uh, go send her some good vibes and good lucks and good awesomeness. Uh, probably when this comes out, it'll probably be done. But still, it'll be good for her. Uh, this week, we have a bonus episode for you guys, it was recently in Prague. Uh, the festival was called Prague Swing Christmas or Xmas. Not sure which one it is, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, but there I got to talk to, uh, have a panel talk with all the follows that were there teaching and been professionals for so long. I got to talk to Elise, Isabella, Masha, Mo, Pamela, and Sonia, each respective from their own countries as in France. Sweden slash Italy, Russia, Japan slash UK, Lithuania and Spain. Uh, These ladies are so amazingly talented and they have so much to give into this uh, dance community that we love. Uh, And yeah, and I thought it would be a really great idea to hear some of their point of views on the dance. Um, We didn't get into too much of um, some you know, nitty gritty details, but we did get a a, a good amount of stuff to talk about and some fun stuff too. So hopefully you enjoy this and uh, listen to us again. We'll come back with some new episodes in the new year. Uh, I'm not sure if we're gonna do it much before the end of the year, but we'll see what happens. All right, everybody, Uh, hopefully you enjoy the talk. Remember, you can find us on Google Play Music Store, uh, iTunes Store, SoundCloud. Leave us a message and comment on our Facebook at The Bright Side with Mikey and Rachel. All right, without further ado, here comes the followers panel talk. Enjoy. Welcome everybody to our panel discussion of follows here at uh, Prague Swing Christmas in the uh, beautiful auto club. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to these wonderful, wonderful talented people that we have up here. Uh, give a round of applause for Mo, Isabella, Alice, Masha, Pamela, and Sonia. My name is Mikey, and I will be your host for this little thing. But hopefully you won't have to hear from me, because I really, the point of this is to hear from these wonderful women up here. Um, we're, the reason why I think it's very important uh, to have this discussion today, uh, it's not going to be on any one topic other than our, your point of view of the dance, but the reason why I think it's really good is because there's a bit of a trend, and there's a bit of a worldwide feeling that uh, there's been a suppression of voices, especially in, in, uh, the f- in women. And I think it's really important, as a man, to show to other men to raise your voices and help as much as I can. And I think this will be very, very interesting. We're recording it. We're going to send it out there, so don't be afraid. But you know, at least 10 of the people will hear your voices today. <laughs> no pressure. So we're going to jump into it right away. I'm going to have a bunch of different topics to talk about. Uh, we got some questions from Facebook, which are really interesting. You, you uh, All you ladies already saw some of them. So if there's one in particular you want to hit, we can. And of course, we'll be taking your questions out in the audience as well. Okay, so here we go. Ready? Let's start on that end. Aha! So we'll start on that end over there with the microphone. And it's going to be sort of a short introduction of... Why swing dancing? What attracted you to it? Why do you still love it? And it's going to go all the way down the line.
1: Okay. Um, swing. Da- it's long time since I started swing dancing, so it's not that I chose swing dancing. I would say it was most the other way around. So I was dancing classical dance, and then I met this person that was coming from the States, and he was just learning Lindy Hop in the States, and he wanted to spread the Lindy Hop in Barcelona. And I was a kid back then, so he was like, oh, this kid has talent, you know? (laughs) Kids have talent, and they learn pretty fast. So I was like, yes, I wanna learn this. And the moment I started, I felt like this is the kind of music and the kind of dance that I like. And since then, I've been dancing my whole life. And I still love it because it gives you a lot of space to express yourself and to say whatever you wanna say.
0: Good job, kid. And that, was, and that was Sonia, by the way, for our <laughs> listeners at home. And moving down the line, state your name.
2: Pamela Um I started Lindy Hopping 10 years ago. Next month is 10 years. Woo-hoo, that's a solid number, finally. <laughs> I was watching YouTube videos with my brother, and my brother said, like, wow, this is a cool dance, and I think this dance would fit you. And I was like, oh, maybe. And I started sharing the video with uh, my friends. And uh, I was just amazed that everything they do is improvisation. It was a chess 2006 video where everybody goes crazy, you know, the most popular one. (laughs) And I was just like, I cannot believe they fly in the air and it's uh, improvisation. Because I was dancing folk dancing in school after some classes, like um, after class activity. And it was always about performance. So I was like, nah, I, I won't improvise. And that's, I think, why I still love it. I'm constantly amused how much you can uh, transmit of information to your partner from followers' perspective and for, from leaders' perspective. So when we improvise, I'm, it's just amazing how much we can do together as improvisation. That's it. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> happy, happy anniversary. <laughs> Uh, almost anniversary. Almost anniversary. Uh,
3: hello there. My name is Masha Krokhina. Um, I've been dancing roughly 11 years now. Started with Lindy Hop, immediately continued with Balboa. And um, I've been moving around um, before that, a little bit unprofessionally, not seriously. I love to move around. But basically why I dance, any dance that I do, is because um, I love music. And I can't really play instruments. The moment something gets in between me and the sounds that I'm supposed to produce, it it tumbles down because I hear in my head one thing, like the ideal world, and what I hear from like coming from my fingers or whatever, is just not it. (laughs) And I would love to sing and thus have a relationship with music, but I don't have that much of a voice, unfortunately either. So when I tried dancing, like playing uh, the instrument of my body instead, turns out that it's the best that I can do. (laughs) So for me, the music comes first. Uh, And um, why swing dancing? Well, It was my first and forever love. I always liked jazz and swing music. And the minute I found out that people actually dance to it, which was well, 11 years ago, I didn't know before, I knew that, well, this is the destiny that put us together. And even though I cheat on swing dancing with some salsa and tango, and I love those dances, don't, don't, don't get me wrong, I love those, but the, the one and true love is swing dancing because it's, it's, it's just, it's pure joy with no uh, other substance that gets in between me and the music.
0: That was lovely. That was awesome. I like that a lot. I totally agree. All true. All <laughs> All true. All,
4: true.
5: <laughs> All right. My name is Alice May. I got sweaty palms.
0: <laughs> Hi, Alice. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, you haven't said for how many years you were dancing though, Sonia. Yeah, I'm curious. It's going to turn
0: 20 years. About 20 <laughs> years for Sonia. That's Good. awesome. Me too. Up top. Wow. Ooh.
5: Congratulations, guys. That's what that's what I thought. I've been dancing 14 years, so I knew it was probably a bit less. Um, I started Lindy Hop because I did other dances before, ballet, jazz, and contemporary. And then I saw Lindy Hop and I was really confused because people were having a lot of fun. And jazz and ballet and contemporary was like, not that much fun. <laughs> I mean, it was great. I've always loved dancing, but it was always expressing a different emotion. So when I saw people having so much fun, I was really like, wow, that's interesting. And, uh, and I remember seeing uh, the video of Elsa Popin and I was like, wow, that's crazy. So I just, I started it. And, um, and I think what, like obviously what kept me in it is the challenge of the dance. Partnering with someone and um, and finding how to listen to my partner and express myself at the same time, and uh, I think what keeps me in it is the the music as well, because um, that's where I get inspiration uh, from. Now I wish I could sing as well, but that's not happening anytime soon. So I I gotta stick to to dancing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh,
6: oh. <laughs> 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 Why do we need to, na- to, do to say name and surname? Is that OK? Because it's the
0: pain? people at home who's listening later can recognize the voice like and put the name and the voice together.
6: My name is Isabella Gregorio.
3: So It sounds a little bit
6: like, whoa. Uh, hi, everybody. Um, I started dancing. We started more or less at the same time. I remember, actually. Uh, it was back in 2002. Maybe tw- you yeah? yeah? I or? did in
5: 2003. But yeah, yeah, right? Yeah.
6: And uh, it was, yeah, it sounds a little bit cliche, but it was because of the music that, back then, I didn't know any swing music, actually. It was more rhythm and blues and grease, who doesn't know that, you know? All of that kind of dancing, since in Italy, Boogie Boogie is very famous. So, I just didn't know that there was really, like, a couple dancing connected to this music. And I finally, there was a friend of mine, which she owns a karaoke place, and we were going there every time with my company, with my friends. And uh, she told me like, oh, you need to come and check this swing or sliding. They're sliding, they're teaching. I'm like, no, Monday is my only free day. I'm not gonna come and do these sliding things, thanks. But it would be like, it sounds awesome, but no thanks. And then one day, like usual, we were hanging out with my friends, in this place, and he happened, Vincenzo Fazi, that everybody knows, happened to come there after a boogie woogie competition with his uh, ex-dance partner, and they did a little demo because of her, because he was the teacher that she talked about, and I didn't know Vincenzo at that time. That was about April 2002, because I remember Lindy Hop changed quite much my life, so. And, uh, and I'm like, is that what you were talking about? Which wasn't even like Lindy Hop really, but I'm like, I wanna do it. Then I met, I met Vincenzo that night, from that night after. Like, we started dancing together just for fun. That was April 2002. December 2002, I was teaching with Vincenzo, supporting him in Finland. Scary as I can't tell you guys. I couldn't even follow the difference between the six count and the eight count, but I was teaching with him because he was the one called, the being called. And since then, that's it. I've been put pretty much on the spot of teaching instead of uh, like being a student, so which I missed a little bit that part, but it made me grow maybe faster. I don't know. It came kind of natural to me, the up. So I s- stick with that. I think, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> 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 Woohoo! Yeah, here we go. Bravo! Thank you. Bravo. Bravo. Bravo.
4: Bravo. Hello. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> like- <laughs> My name is Musakan. I'm origin from Japan. Uh, where am I start? I've been dancing Lindy Hop for pretty much uh, 19 years, so it's, it's the same as Sonia and Mikey as well. And uh, I started in back in Japan. I also same as um, Elise. I came from the uh, the classical training background and also like a musical like jazz. Pretty much every sort of dances, which is my background. And I started Lindy Hop as my hobby to get out from the uh, the kind of Punishment training <laughs> to breathe out, but it's true. It's true. Uh, it's, right?
0: At least you laughed <laughs> extra hard on that for sure. You're like, yes, <laughs> preach.
4: Exactly. So it's like um, as the other uh, breathe from the, from the training to start it, and in the same time I was in, I was in the uh, the rockabilly scene, which is like more fifties, and I start dancing with jibe. If you if you guys are familiar with the more like a kind of we we call it fifties. Jive or like UK jibe which is kind of like more basically there's no footwork all you have to do step, is step, 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 step right no hop 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 hop, <laughs> hop, hop, hop 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 that's all you have to do basically and like lots of spinning and for me from like classical training it's like spinning yeah so <laughs> like that's why <when laughs> that was uh, actually into it and like um then we discovered that one of the like 50s rock and roll film and lots of like rock and roll is on. Um, on films, and like we saw the other couple dancing background of the stars are uh, doing something different to us. So I just like curious, oh, what they do? And like we're trying to figure in between uh, my friends, we're trying to figure out what kind of dance they do. So then we discovered that it's called Lindy Hop. And back in the day, as you probably know, is that there's no YouTube, there's not much information, and we're trying to like search, search, search. Like videos, videos. Asking everybody's got the, like a different like type of the videos. And I found the other one of the video, "Swing Fever." If you, most of you probably seen or heard. Like, and I saw the uh, the Jean who so was starring, staring as the uh, the principal dancer, wearing pretty as f word of a <laughs> sailor outfit, and a dancing with the two guys. And she did the, like a blink when she did the the quick stop. I was like. <gasps> That's the dance I want to do. And that's the fashion I, wanted, I want to wear. And that's the star I want to dance. And I like, I just like keep continuing from that. Thank you very much. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> so we're going to move right along to the next topic. Uh, that was great to hear that. There's, that's some stories I have never heard. Uh, that was awesome for me. and. Um, So we're going to move on. Uh, Kind of a general question, and I want you guys to talk about it a little bit if you can. Which one is more important to you? Now there's many different ideas of how to do this dance, right? And we all are ingredients that it's a little bit up for discussion, you know, like your point of view is very important, but obviously it doesn't negate somebody else's. But let's put it into four categories. Four categories. Ready? (laughs) Here we go. What's more important to you? Teaching? social dancing, performing showcase, or like, you know, competing showcase, or organizing? Okay, organizing.
5: <laughs> I don't understand that word.
0: <laughs> well, we know where Elise stands. So again, again, teaching, social dancing, comp and show, or organizing. Go for it, whoever wants Social to
3: dancing. Yeah. Don't even talk to me about organizing. <laughs> like, there's no such thing. Do we need to
2: order them up? You, or?
3: you no, but do we need to order them up? Or?
0: Whatever you feel is more more exciting or more interesting teaching, teaching to you? Awesome. Mm,
6: second place immediately after social <laughs> dancing.
5: <laughs> in fourth in place, organizing.
0: Yeah.
5: <laughs> what the hell would you ever organize Yay. something no, no. Now that's
0: I, that's a funny thing. Like so like no, I, I it think in it's
5: it's awesome for me that everyone organizes things. I know I wouldn't have <laughs> the skills to do it.
0: Well the, the funny thing is is like when I think about it and especially like an event like here where Katie is the main driving force, everybody, if you don't know, raise your hand, Katie. There we go. Main driving force behind the Prague swing Christmas and the and the spring edition as well. Um, it's not just her, but so many women are in charge of the Lindy Hop organization parts of this. So that's why I was like, I wanted to see which one. And Isabella, you you know, I think out of everybody up here, I think you've had a swing crash for the longest time as well. That's why I put it up there. And I was like, I want to see what you guys think.
5: Social
2: dancing. <laughs> Social dancing. Yeah. And then the second place competes in between teaching and performing. It's teaching. I care a lot about teaching. I put a lot of effort reading about it and getting to know things, how to learn better. But I want to perform more, so something has to change.
1: (laughs) I would say social dancing, for sure. But then teaching in order to be able to social dance, more comfortable. And then, of course, Performing, I think it's one of the things that we all want to, like, we would like to dedicate our lives for dancing, more so than teaching. But organizing, it's really important for keeping the community growing and more people dancing and social dancing.
0: Absolutely. It seems like, for the most part, you guys can't really rest on one other than just, like, the dance part of it. But one begets the next begets the next. Kind of, they all fall in line. But, Isabella, I want to hear from you. What 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 have been your... um, Stories of putting on Swing Crash or putting on an event like what's the best thing that ever happened at Swing Crash?
6: <laughs> Me being the organizer
0: I knew it when the words left my mouth. I was like she's gonna talk about herself.
6: Oh, no, I can't I don't know if I can categorize what's been the best. Well, the reward of people being happy Yeah, that's I think that that's it because Vincent and I started organizing Swing Crash because we were like, okay, we want to organize an event where we want it to be part of. Yeah. We want to be li- We want to have live music, almost only. We want to have a lot of social dancing. We want to have the best teachers, yes, but the best people teaching, not just the top. And uh, we want to have a familiar, like group and. Um, yeah familiarity um, I don't it can't like count. bring
0: all your family basically You've a family of friends and family coming in one place as opposed to travel to another place to have that experience
6: and uh, that was it it was just like let's make an event that we really would love to be part of like every time and it started like that and then it was actually I can say that to be two people uh, 10 years ago it was pretty high standard what we did thanks for Thanks to us, actually. <laughs> like, no, because I can't say thanks to, yeah, the city gave us very little help, but whatever. <laughs> Not too much, so uh, we have, and then we were like, oh, now we can't like, just drop down the standard. We have to just like, keep it like that, or moving on and on and on, and it's been challenging, but yeah, it's like the feedback, the reward, and seeing people and the square full of people dancing and happy, is just has no price.
0: What has been uh, one of the most challenging experiences running Swing Crash? Like, the most difficult or strangest or weirdest or horrible?
6: Maybe difficult. Like, my part is mostly, like, organizing the bureaucratic part of the event, which is crazily a lot. First of all, it's Italy. There is a lot of bureaucratic going on. They send you from one place to another unnecessarily. But it's also a an outdoor event that requires a lot of security. And nowadays also like the latest couple of years because of all the problems globally, of course, like the security has increased and like all of these problems been more challenging because the dancing part and the fun part and the teaching and everything else is not. But like, think about it's, yeah, all of this organizing bureaucrati- paper work.
0: I never thought about that, but that's very true, especially the the climate of the times right now, and you guys being so prevalent in the the community, not just Lindy Hop community, but the community in Como. Yeah, it's it's a pretty big deal, so I never thought of that. Has anybody out here uh, ever been to Swing Crash Como? Raise your hand. We got one, two, good.
6: Sonia, more. Two, three, okay, good,
0: good. <laughs> Almost all the teachers I'm up like, here. That's good. Uh, we, I, definitely, I definitely, definitely recommend it. It is one of the best places in Europe to hear a ton of live swing music. And not just like small bands, but like big bands. And it's, it's really incredible. Uh, anybody else up here ever have the want or maybe thought of organizing an event before? Or anything, like even a local dance?
3: Uh, let me just say that uh, i have another job other than teaching dancing and it's mostly organizing project management and such and we we have to organize events with thousands of people and i spent a lot of nerves uh, for that purpose so that's probably what's keeping me a lot from organizing anything else in my life including uh, anything that I could contribute probably to our local community in terms of organizing because um, I mean, I'm not proud of it, but I contribute very little to my dance club where I teach locally, uh, very, very little. I try to, but it's not much. Uh, I have a good reason because I have a job. Absolutely. If I wouldn't, if ever comes a time when I just teach, I would probably find uh, use for my time uh, doing some organizing. It's much needed, always. Um, but for now, I can't even think about it.
0: <laughs> no, that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Um, At least you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Sure. I uh, purposely decided to not organize anything, and I think it's very, very selfish, actually because every weekend I see how hard people work to organize things, and I think it's great for the community, but I, I know that if I was to do that, I wouldn't be on the dance floor, mm-hmm. and, um, and I think it's better that I'm on the dance floor, and that's where my passion is, so I leave the organizing to people that I think are just better at it, but I'm really grateful for it, but I think I see how hard it is, and I think that's the reason why I'm like, Ooh, I don't think I can do that. I'm just going to keep moving around.
6: <laughs> but that's why you need to organize the best event ever that you like so that it's also the event yeah. proven that you dance until four in the morning, actually five, five, and then you go eat after, and then at 10 o'clock, nine o'clock you wake up and 10 o'clock you're at the registration, you work the whole day, yes. and then you're dancing again. But it's it's really like, it's... It's passion and it's different organizing, and I would—I don't think I would organize any other event than the layout of Swing Crash. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's very different, and I think I've loved the idea of that. But it's difficult,
5: so.
2: Yeah, the waking yeah. up part. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what does that say? That again, at least into the microphone.
5: I said the waking up part is probably the hardest one. Yeah. Like if you dance until five and then you wake up and you go back to registration. And I've seen lots of people do it, but usually like they stop even making sense by the end of the weekend. They just yeah. like say <laughs> sentences that are crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, Masha, you, that's, I didn't know that you had a di- uh, another job besides uh, dancing. I thought you were full-on full-time pro. Um, but does anybody else have any other outside job besides dancing all the time? Because uh, the next thing, the next thing is, is like, it's not only that, like we have, we have different times, right? I mean, like you never know, like I just had an injury and I'm sure we've all had some sort of injury in some, some time of the years, right? <laughs> that makes you feel a little bit awkward, but is, is there like any kind of backup plan? Is there any kind of thing okay. that like maybe like, okay, maybe one day this is not gonna happen or maybe I get too old or maybe I just wanna move on. Is there anything you would like to be doing?
6: A magician. I'm not kidding. I will be a magician.
0: <laughs> I know what you're getting for Christmas. One of those packages with like all I the 33 different magic tricks.
6: Uh, let let me think. I will do a trick later on, guys. I can. I have a couple of tricks. <laughs> I can do.
0: So come find her later.
6: I just don't have the. I don't have the things on me. <laughs> I wanted to say something. <laughs> yeah, go for um, it.
1: I think that uh, they say that. For being a good musician, you have to tell good stories,
6: and I think you have that part.
0: Yeah. Isa tells some good, good stories for sure.:
6: I entertain Sonia all the time. That's yeah. why: she... You would say everybody love all the time. <laughs> oh, that's good then. I, I, I hope. Yeah, it's very <laughs> good.
0: It's very good. But
6: I love Sonia, because she loves it, everything I yeah. say so.:
0: She's <laughs> a good audience, good audience. Uh, you have an interesting project, Pamela. We want to talk about it a little bit?
2: Maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a microphone in your face. Go ahead and talk about um, it.
2: <laughs> uh, on the other hand, I wanted to say something about organizing. I yeah, think we organize a lot, and we have kind of another job than just dancing. We do organize a lot of stuff for ourselves, like the whole year or a year and a half or two years in front of us. And that's actually one of the most challenging part for me, and I'm still learning it, how to organize my own time, how to be most of us were our own managers, right? Recently I started, accountants as well, recently I, had, I started having some help outside to make me manage the events, which has been so freeing, so recommended. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's actually our second job is to represent ourselves. And then on top of it is just not dancing, it is teaching. Because even though we care about social dancing mostly, I do think we care so much about teaching as well and we put so much effort. And we constantly discuss about dancing students and moves and teaching ways when we're at the festivals. That's one of the most main topics. Exactly, all the time. So that's another two professions that we kind of carry around, at least,
4: right? So we organize all the time. And that's the reason I don't organize an event. Because I can't even organize myself, that's exactly (laughs)
0: How, how, much, like, how much time do you think you spend a week doing admin work, like emails and, and, and your finances and everything? Just guess. Just take a guess. Any, any however you want to think about it, hours mm, or days.
2: From, uh, my, now that I've been counting the time that another person is helping me, <laughs> it might be more than 15 hours per month when you're like super organized, but most of the time we're not very organized. Yeah, we so waste maybe time, we, we yeah, we make because s- of course, that's not exactly. our main
6: My main thoughts.
2: So as an artist, when we come back from festivals or when we're in the festivals, we don't want to answer the emails, but we're constantly kind of annoyed by it. And we feel it on the chest. It's like, I didn't answer that organizer for two weeks. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> so we wait so much time and energy for this managing things, but when you put it organized, I think my my, my friend who, who helps me, she spends around 10, 15 hours per month. It really depends how much job you have right. to come in. But that's when you're organized, huh?
5: <laughs> <laughs> um. <Yeah>.
2: S- yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, does anybody else have anything to add to that? No?
6: Um, no, I want to say something. No, okay. just about, but maybe, It's about because everybody, of course, I will put social dancing first. But let's not lie to ourselves. Teaching is where we earn money from. It's our job. So that's why...
0: It doesn't mean mean you
6: you don't like it. No, it's not that you don't like it. It's the importance of, of it. Like for me, it's very important. People pay to come and take classes. So I learn things that I don't even like that I don't want to do, but I learn it to be able to teach it for people who wants to have answers. So that's what I mean with, yeah, what you like the most is one thing, but the, the importance is, I will put the importance of teaching first because of the fact that it's but, like, it's the biggest. I, mean. I,
5: I think I like social dancing more because that's not my job. Cause I thought about it yeah. because I love social, social dancing a lot. And I thought maybe I should be paid for it. <laughs> instead of being paid for classes. And it's That's not that I... That's a very
6: good point, though.
5: <laughs> but it's not that I... D- <laughs> All right, let's stop, no kidding. <laughs> no, and I, and I really like teaching, but I think if I was personally, I thought about it. Mm. If I was paid to be social dancing, I don't think I would like it as much because then I would start feeling like almost I'm selling my body. Like, and I think I like having the choice of, of saying no Right. Of not dancing if I don't feel like it. I think it's having the freedom of just enjoying the festival that makes me like it the most.
6: I, I, to, I totally hear you. I just think I love my job, which is teaching. <laughs> Probably, really, that's why. Um, can I
2: say something? That's an interesting thing, and I've been discussing about this uh, a few times with some of my friends. That people, they are hired sometimes because they're such a good dancers, not necessarily good teachers. And vice versa. Yeah, and vice versa. Exactly. Some of the dancers are such a good teachers and even though maybe they cannot represent the fullest or the in the most spectacular right. way, they're just such a good teachers that encourage and inspire other people. Just right. an idea. <laughs> no nope. but, but it, it is true. I
6: think it's it can be also the opposite. Yeah,
5: I I, I, I wanna <laughs> react. I'm like I I, I I agree. But at the same time I think for me personally when I've taken classes and I haven't taken too many but even if the teacher is not necessarily great at teaching and maybe it's because I'm a dancer at heart but I feel like the dancing does the speaking for for itself and I think I'm a little bit against teachers that are teachers but not good dancers because if they're not good dancers then what are they teaching so I and I think it's important to have the thought of how can I convey an information, but I'm going to put dancing first.
6: You're right, but I think until a certain point, yes.
0: It is, it is definitely as, I think, the, the one of the ways I love that this is happening. i was <laughs> like sitting back and I'm like, yes, because it is true. At a lot of festivals, we end up talking a lot. We talk about our ideologies. We talk about the way we see the dance, our point of views. And we, owe, we never end any conversation going, yes, this is the true, this is the way we should all be thinking. We all have our own point of views, and they're all completely valid because we've seen so many things. And now that YouTube is, is so prevalent in our community and our world, it's very easy to see what's happening all around the world. But your point of view and what you like, what you tend to be interested in more, what excites you about the dance, what loves, what hates, those all are all represented in the way you're thinking right now, and that's really important.
2: Exactly. I think one of the most important thing is to realize your values about dancing. If you your value is social dancing, if your value is being clear of your idea to transfer this idea to my partner, either on social dance floor or your partner as the one you teach with or travel or train with, as soon as you answer this question, what kind of dancer you want to be, what values you have, that's when the whole story begins from there. Because that's when you appreciate one teacher uh, over the other, or when you pick festivals, or when you pick the way you dance. And this answers so many questions. I think I stopped struggling as a Lindy Hopper when I answered the question, what kind of dancer I want to be.
0: Does that ever change for anybody? Like your values, like the ideas, like maybe Today I want to be a social dancer, and then the next day you're like, F that, I just want to be like a performer, and the next day, F that, I want to be a teacher. Does that ever change for you guys?
3: I can't say it changes. I want different things at different moments of my life. There you go, yeah. But, uh, well, I do love social dancing, as I, as I mentioned before. I love teaching, even though if someone would tell me 12 years ago that I would be teaching someone something, I would spit in the eye of this person because I personally I was I was sure that I'm unable to teach anyone because I was I was so impatient I would get so angry when someone wouldn't just catch things on the fly and then it turned out that I'm like the most patient and tender and caring person when I teach which I was a surprise you. to me <laughs> uh, and I I I grew to love it even though The first time I was, I started to teach, I was made, I was made to teach by my teachers, Ivan and Sasha, who told us that, okay, we're alone, we are tired. There (laughs) needs to be someone else in Moscow who teaches Balboa, and that would be you guys. And I was like, but I can't spin. (laughs) We don't care. Okay. So yeah, but I also, I love, well, I'm a show off. I like showing off. I like when people watch me dance. So performing is something that's always on my mind. I don't get to perform a lot. I don't know why. Just my life. <laughs> uh, but if I get a chance, I hope on. Uh, if I get a chance to, I don't know, uh, participate in some project that does not concern teaching or social dancing or performing, but all of that together, yeah, sure. Um, I, I, the basic thing, the, the most important thing is that I love music, I love dancing, different kinds of dancing. And everything that is related to that is within the sphere of my interest, let's say. Yeah?
0: yeah. Uh, is anybody else? Has there any, been, ever been a moment where you challenge your own values in the dance?
1: Can you say the, can you say again?
0: I, I mean, basically, I'm, I'm actually uh, kind of paraphrasing. Uh, we I went out to Facebook and I asked a couple people. I just kind of put it out there and I said like hey I'm having all of these fascinating people up here. Do you have any questions? And uh, we had a, um, a Question out of Lithuania Okay, sure She says I would like to hear how and how many times their vision and ideology about the dance had changed through the years.
1: I think it, changed, it constantly changes depending on the experience that you have. Like maybe you perform and you have like this feeling and then you try to change the way you perform. Um, I would say also depending on who you work with or which students you have, like you learn so much from students, for example, when you're teaching or in your own dancing, you go like you see something from the students and you go like, oh, this is a good idea, why don't we do this? Like, we've been teaching this and we always say, don't do this, but what if we do this, you know? And it, I I really like the fact of <clears throat> when you start dancing, you never know what is going to happen. So, it, it's like you're a different person in every single dance, and uh, you dance differently depending on who you're dancing with. And uh, for me, the most... Uh, the most constant thing is uh, that I have always tried to make my partner feel good in the dancing. You know, like uh, my challenge is to understand what they want to say. And I want to correspond to that message by adding something on top. And uh, to me, this has been constant, my whole dancing life.
6: I would say also for me, like my idea of dancing and my goal has been the same and it still is, it's, it's developing all the time. It's moving forward, and, but the idea has been always the same. And it's also, don't ask me what's the goal and the idea, because it's very abstract to, to actually define in a way. But it's uh, like, I haven't changed my way of thinking or, of course, the, the dance changed, the, we're moving on with time and everything, like students changes, the scene changes and everything, but I think that the idea, my idea of dancing has been always the same. And uh, It's funny
1: because it's, it's hard to express in words, you yeah, know, like the exactly. idea you have on dancing, it's something metaphorical. But exactly, that's why it's no like,
6: it's abstract. It's like very hard to define what is also my idea because it's million ideas together in one, but the final goal, like I think it's been the same since day
5: one. Um, I think mine has changed quite a lot actually. Um, I think I didn't understand personally, and it's weird because I've been dancing since I was a kid, but I think I missed the dancing part of Lindy Hop for for a little bit, because I was was really focused on the following part of it. And um, and, uh, I think it, there are tools that I've learned that probably helped me dance the way I dance today, but I think I was focusing more on uh, on listening to my partner and trying to make it feel um, good for my partner, and um, and I think it's been really pleasant on the social uh, dance floor. But I think as also as a as a teacher and as a traveling dancer, I felt like I I needed to complete more the pie of the of the performing uh, aspect of it. And I'm still like working uh, on that because you have to make things look uh, also attractive. Like it has to feel good. But I think for me, it's like trying to um, find a way to express what I have to say uh, within uh, my partner's uh, movement has been uh, something that I've been working on more lately. And I think that I didn't fully Understand at the time, like I I heard people say like oh it's a dialogue and blah blah blah, and I didn't quite understand what it meant, and I think still now today people have a little bit of a misunderstanding about that uh, woman's uh, freedom or expression, because I don't I don't think it's uh it goes necessarily um we we still each have a role of leader and follower we just have to express ourselves within that. And uh, I think sometimes I'm a little bit afraid that that freedom uh, movement will uh, uh, take away that special uh, interaction you have with someone. But um, yeah, I think if I go over what I've been teaching over the years, like it has changed drastically. And so I can tell that my view on the dance and what is important has changed.
6: Oh, no, I take that. No, because (laughs) the thing is that I don't know if you get it, but we are saying the same things differently. What you're talking about is for me developing. You said before you were, you were focusing on following, but also because you didn't have much knowledge on doing more than that. As soon as you developed, you've been able to follow within like better and also communicating and stuff. That's what I meant with the goal and the ideas being always the same, developing into it. Teaching-wise, though, I totally agree that it's changed so much in the way I was teaching in the beginning and in the way I'm teaching
5: today and in the way I'm still working on it. Do you think you understood the dance back then, the way you do now? No. So it has maybe changed a little bit? Like I I don't think I understood what Lindy Hop was, and I'm still trying to find out. Mm,
6: uh, No, I don't know. If I didn't understand what Lindy Hop was, I just couldn't do it. (laughs) <laughs> I just couldn't do it but I knew what I wanted to reach like I, I kind of knew that that was my goal to be, to looking good but being a good followers and communicate and response and having space like by just get like, get the space and not taking and blah 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 all of these things for me is developing maybe I've um, I've mis myself but that's what I meant by developing all of those things and of course and I'm still a developer and I have not a, I would never be a finished dancer and
3: uh, That's the beauty I, I guess also of the Lindy up, right? Yeah, think- for me, it was funny as I mentioned before I was my teaching and that happened even before I ever went for my first event abroad and when I did it blew my it blew my mind. It ruined my universe. It ruined my world completely into pieces and crumbling down beneath my feet. Because I had this picture of life, this picture of the world in the dance. And then I saw everything being so much bigger, being so much more diverse. And it was like eleven years ago, right? So it it, it, it became even more diverse since then. And that um, that um, travel, that, 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 that first event taught me a very valuable life lesson that you can't assume that you know everything. You can't assume that you will not learn something else next moment that will completely like change your point of view. So I learned to be humble. I learned to expect anything to happen to my point of view. And since then, I, when I teach, I try to give this understanding to my students, the understanding that anything is possible if they make it possible. And anything is right if they make it look right, if it feels right to them. Um, and for me, that is also the, the part of the development, being open for new things to come. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say, uh, it's a good point, because
1: uh, something I realize is that the more you learn, the more you see that you're, you're mistaken, you know it's like it's it's never ending. It's like you you keep learning and you keep learning, and that's the fact that it keeps you in this dance. It's like you keep evolving your dancing, even though you have this idea of you what you want. But then you learn some concepts, and then it's like, wow, I'm a beginner now. I have to start again. Yeah. No matter how many years you've been dancing.
0: That's a really good point. I think. Uh, The other profession that I can think of that I've ever been around is the idea of like the medical professionals, professionals, nurses, doctors, everything of that sort, where they're constantly reading and constantly seeing new reports, new things coming out that they have to keep up to date. So do you guys feel like you have to keep up to date to what's going on in the Lindy Hop community or the swing dance community in general? Do you feel like you might be left behind? Do you feel like you're ahead of the curve?
6: I don't know it's a tricky question I don't want to sound bad <laughs> like I think that not to be too sure of yourself you you can never be and you shouldn't never be see but if you are true to what you love and what you want um no I I usually try to make trends not follow them
0: there you go that's a good idea
6: <laughs> but You know, not to be posh because it's not always like that and it's not only me and I think that most of you are the same it's just yeah it pretty much Mm -hmm. follow my ideas and keep on doing and with inspiration within everybody all the time of course but yeah yeah, I think pretty much like
2: that I kind of agree with you I'm I'm not trying to be rude to other people lindy-hop ideas but I'm kind of keeping a safe distance from it because I'm like you know what, I want to make up my own thing, I want to dance my own way, and I'm in a position to kind of able to do it. But I'm very cautious and I'm, I'm paying a lot of attention to other kind of dances. Because when I started dancing lindy hop, I was like, no, lindy hop and nothing else. And when they asked me to teach solo, because my partner went away to study, I was like, I don't want to teach solo. I want to do just lindy hop. (laughs) But with years, I kind of started appreciating the other swing dances like St. Louis Shag, Carolina Shag, uh, Collegian Shag, uh, Balboa. And that's where I'm like, okay, here my heart is all open just Teach me, give me any kind of information because it will inspire me. And African dance or hip hop dancing or whatever, tap dancing, tap dancing is the best. Woo! (laughs) That changed my dancing mostly. The one thing that changed my dancing mostly is tap dancing. Not a good tap dancer, but (laughs) it changed a lot. So I guess the the trend I'm following and I'm researching is I'm letting other swing dances in. Into my life, I I think we're lucky enough to be traveling
5: a lot, and I think um, I think we stay a little bit maybe ahead of what's happening in the scene just because we're lucky enough to be invited to travel. But I would, if to anyone that's not the case, I would just recommend that they they travel to see what's up. I I take a lot of classes whenever I can. I'm a, like and Lindy Hop classes too. Like I take. African tap and yeah. those things but I the thing is like when I take a class even if I try I think to emulate what the teacher is doing I think at the end of the day I still move like me yeah. even if I try to copy someone else so I don't think it's a bad way to learn to try to copy and then you you find yourself along the way I don't think I have a clear idea of what I want it to be or what I want to be it just kind of happens because I move like that and and i think uh, if we as teachers as well if we if we are kind of open minded to let our students move in time but <laughs> however they, however their body wants to move i think it it keeps the dancing uh, more uh, open minded yeah rich i was going to say like
1: every time i take a class of any different style of dancing i'm Maybe this sounds a little bit freak, but I'm always focusing on how to apply that into the Lindy Hop. That's crazy, you know, like any type of thing, like yoga, tap, um, classical dance, African dance, and even swing, other swing dances like Balboa, the way they embrace, the way the pulse, everything is like, so it's connected to the Lindy Hop for me. And I always think on ways that we can share with with the students as well. And I like that.
6: Back to the trend that you said, follow the trend, blah, blah blah. Sometimes it's very easy to copy and paste, blah, blah blah. <laughs> it's Can you see? I made you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a one audience zero. We) It's it's um, like, I would never, and I hope that we do a good job, I would never want to see mini Pontus and Isabella dancing around the, the, the floor. And you, or copy mini, like, well, Pontus for sure, it's like quite <laughs> me. Uh, because often it's very easy. Often if there is people who's like, oh, those, those guys take class from you. And I'm like, no, they probably copy our video online. Because, it, like, we try to... To teach people in the technique that they make them shine, shine up more than than like copy what we are, and sometimes they're like, "But can you show me exactly?" I will, but you're not gonna be able to do it like I do it. But not because I'm better, because my body's made this way, your body is not. So you have to find your way to do these things in the way you feel comfortable and like it. So because of following the trend, so we are trying to like push people to be themselves. With the technique, so that they can increase the quality, but not looking like anybody but them. Yeah,
3: I totally agree about what you said about trends and being themselves. And uh, I just like, I I would like to add that, uh, yeah, knowing about the trends, I make it my business to know about the trends, not for the sake of them, not for me as. Myself as a dancer, but to uh, to make an acquaintance for my students so that they know through me What's going on there so that they have a choice what to choose what is better for them? Uh, and also regarding the traveling it's really yeah It's really important to travel for everyone because even though we um with all my partners we try teaching and giving the perspective and giving the choice and we always say this is how we do it you don't have to do it exactly the same way and there are other ways this and that try that maybe you like that better it's still it's still hard to avoid creating a certain trend ourselves as teachers right and it's not the point avoiding creating the trend it's okay if someone finds it useful, but it's really important to, 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 to like stress that there are other ways of doing things.
0: Yeah, I, I, it seems very common for everybody that it's understanding it, but not necessarily following it, right? As in like a thing that's happening, like oh, a ton of people are doing this type of move or this type of understanding, that it's understanding it, but not necessarily following it, kind of going, okay, everybody's doing this, what's happening over here? Um, I'd like to move on to a couple more questions. We're quite running out of time, but no problem. I'll just keep going. Doesn't matter, they can't stop me. Uh, (laughs) Us, can't stop us. Uh, So one last question from here, and then I wanna move on to one last Facebook question. Where would you like to see the swing dance community go in the future?
4: Definitely more in Japan, I'll say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's perfect. I love that more so much. More in Japan. The thing
4: is, is, Japan is like the first Asian country brought the Lindy Hop, and like la- least country, uh, the population of the like dancing Lindy Hop yeah. in Asia right now. We are so behind, and uh, we are trying to uh, building the uh, rebuild the scene in Japan uh, to put together all the school and teach local teachers and uh, rebuild the scene. And that's, uh, that's how I want to see it I in the future.
0: That. I love that, Mo. I love Thank that you, you. That.
5: Lindy Hop on TV. More live bands in every workshops.
0: That's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Who says you can't sing? How dare you?
3: Uh, well, following, following the trend that Mo has said, there is a bunch of cities that I would like uh, swing dance to develop, uh, like Rostov and Don. Hi, Sirioja or uh, Buenos Aires for Mobile Boa. Hi, Facundo. And uh, um, so, so some other places as well. But basically, when you ask what, um, how would I like to the Swing community to, to develop, where i like it to go, i just like it to go on, you know? Go <laughs> on and stop. never stop, because we had a stop before before my time and i would never ever imagine it happening again this would like be a heartbreak i don't even want to think about it. so go on people go on dancing go on swinging please
0: nothing else is that to good say that's good okay so i have one last one because i i'm just going to say it we it's a facebook one from katya Zaversnik. <laughs> how many shoes how many shoes they have? That's, I'm reading it verbatim. How many shoes they have so I can give my husband a proof of not being that bad? Smiley face.
6: Because I already answered my dear friend Katya on Facebook and I said that I cannot say it for the same reason.
4: <laughs> so well, I cannot fine. answer that question. Uh, I need to ask Katya back about the question. It's like, uh, is it dance shoes? or shoes in general. How about, you know, how about like, just dance shoes? Uh, I, like by myself, so I was into the vintage scene. So was, I used to collecting lots of like vintage 50s, 60s, and Give 40s, us a number. And... Yes, number. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I can't even count. I didn't even think about counting because I have a, like, a, how do I say it? It's like massive like plastic, you know, the in- industrial boxes. I have at least two of the full of vintage shoes. 100. More. Probably, it's more than 100, I think. If I include, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's
0: awesome, that's awesome.
4: If you, any of you interested in buying a vintage shoes, <laughs> size UK4 or EU37 and narrow feet, let me know. Oh,
5: I have wide feet. That's my girl. I started, I, I counted before I came, because I thought if I start counting here, it may take me too long. But my husband says I have 50, but I think he was counting the non-dancing pairs. Cause from on the top of my head, I think it's around 30, which is probably already too much. But it's compared to Mo, it's nothing. <laughs> so I hope it gets back to Peter that I don't have as much as Mo so okay. I can feel like very good about myself.
4: This is the thing. So, so as like, ah, uh, Katja's husband actually complained me. <laughs> Stop <laughs> suggesting any shoes to buy for my wife. So yeah, sorry. Rush (laughs) and Peter.
3: (laughs) Well, frankly speaking, I was just, uh, before the talk, I was confessing to Mo that I am a bit underdressed in this department, but that's only, like, I have around, well, less than 15, and that's all dances combined,
4: right? Also
3: tango, those, Uh, but it's only because at some point I started wearing uh, orthopedic insoles, and most of my older models, I can't wear them anymore. So that was a real tragedy, guys. So now I'm <laughs> reduced to, uh, well, the a rather limited wardrobe in the, the footwear department. But I'm just about to borrow, uh, to, to, to grab my new pair of shoes from over there. Bounce. So, working on that. Maybe we should talk progress. to Bounce. She's
0: wants to sell a couple. <laughs> Pamela? Pammy?
2: I, um, I recently gave up a lot of shoes and clothes, so I can uh, proudly say it's not more than 15. It's still a lot, no? <laughs> it's, it's at least. 7 pairs of high heels for sure and we, most mean, of the time i use 3 pairs with different colors
0: can we say can we say that all the shoes that you've been selling with your name on it have been yours as well
2: Ooh, okay then it's not that much actually i think my shoes out in the world at this moment not more than 100 pairs it's very limited editions That's plus cr- yours it's 120 they so all have, you have more than have, us they all have they all have i ha- don't have more than mo though i think
0: they all have your name on it so
2: no it's not <laughs> <laughs> let's
0: see let's see let's see let's see, them, let's see them the boots the boots i want a pair too I, she won't give them to me because they don't make them for men i have
6: one me too <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sonia.
1: Well, I thought I had a lot of shoes, but
6: (laughs) compared to these guys,
1: I I only have like 10 or 15, I don't know. Like I'm always using the same ones.
6: I mean, you don't need more, you use one at a time. Yes,
1: I don't have 15 (laughs) pair of legs, you know. And uh, the funny thing is that no matter how many shoes you have, like you always use, at least me, I always use the, the ones that I feel more comfortable with.
2: Exactly. So in the end, you have like at least three pairs of high heels, like dark ones, light ones, and shiny ones that goes with everything. And then the same thing, your feet gets uh, kind of tired, so you have flats. Again, shiny ones, dark ones, and light ones. So you need at least six pairs of shoes. <laughs> and then you have to get the sticky ones and then the sleeper
5: ones, because you never know on which floor you're going to dance.
1: I definitely need to buy some shoes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Let me talk, talk to my friend Mo here. Hello. She's got a couple of shoes here. Okay, so here's how we're gonna wrap it up. I, I love this TV show where they, they interview actors and it's called Inside the Actors Studio. And it's, uh, it's, they usually have like famous actors and, and TV show casts and everything. And they end up talking, they ask them 10 questions. So I'm gonna ask you 10 questions. They're supposed to be fast. They're not supposed to be like super, like in 10 questions, they're really fast. I'm gonna ask one at a time and then just go down the line and just give me an answer. Okay, so here we go, ready? What's your favorite word?
4: I will say, love. <laughs> I can.
3: Cacahuete.
4: <laughs>
5: okay. means
3: peanuts in French. <laughs> I just like how it sounds. There's some exotic language It means like thing, uh, the thing, the, 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 the wish to, um, to um, how do you call this? Grab? Grab? No, Touch. with the teeth. Bite Bite someone because you feel like your feelings are deep for this person.
0: Ah, okay.
3: When I was a
2: teenager, I decided that my favorite word is upe, which means river, and never gave another thought about it.
0: (laughs) That's good. That's perfect. Embrace. Great. What is your least favorite word?
4: That's difficult, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's difficult. Like, then they pass. Yeah, pass. No problem.
5: I can't. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Is <laughs> <laughs> a two, audience zero
5: <laughs> Mine is probably strange,
3: but it's womb Yeah Mine is, well, Dilishki, Which is, like, little tiny businesses in Russian Like, how, um, when you ask, как дела, it means, like, how are you? This is the normal question to ask, but is something like which I can't stand. It's like the affairs, you know, the shady affairs. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Don't <laughs> ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wavy, <laughs> because
2: it's so hard to say. <laughs> I have to.
4: What do you usually try. say?
1: Wavy. Wavy. <laughs>
2: <Way we. laughs>
1: I'm gonna skip. I don't know any. Yeah. No. no. Then
4: then I can go back. Um, Anything, any words, including with R and L.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Okay, Okay. Okay. moving on. What turns you on?
6: My boyfriend. Pontus, come on, sorry, cliche.
1: (laughs) Come on, you were the first.
5: (laughs) Good dancing.
0: (laughs) That's great. Sorry,
3: Peter. How love
5: you.
3: <laughs> well, some pieces of music and food.
0: Awesome. Yes.
3: And men. Some of them. <laughs> Knowledge.
2: <laughs> Hector. There you go. He's here.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and good music. And good music.
0: Good, good. Okay, now, what, what turns
4: you off? turns me off? Uh, 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 uh B.O. Hijacking. Hijacking? <laughs> I'm gonna
0: think. I <laughs> me too. A fart. <laughs> <laughs> Elise, Masha, Pamela?
3: I guess lack of... Lack of sense of humor, I believe.
2: <laughs> Many things. <laughs> S- <laughs> st- stupidity.
5: stupidity.
3: Yeah,
0: that's all great. That's all great. There's no wrong answer for this. There's only what you feel right now. Uh, what sound or noise do you love? <laughs>
5: <laughs> the sound of the rain when I fall asleep.
6: Aww. I wanted to say the ocean, the wave, in fact.
3: Aww. See? Aww. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> I can go.
4: I love the sound of the other uh, drinks pouring. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> well, you're my favorite.
1: I like I like um, when the bands are setting up, like they are in sound check. I really like that yeah. moment of freedom for the musicians.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love cat purring.
0: Oh. It's okay. It's fine. We can move on. What sound or noise do you hate? Empty glass.
2: <laughs> oh. oh, I know. I know. When yes. it's mo- scary movie and they have this. Uh, Intense. Uh, intense angry. silence. <laughs> that's opposite yeah. of No, that's great. That's it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. It's like, it's coming. I know it's going to be a sudden sound very soon. <laughs> that,
1: that is the moment to go to the toilet, you know? It's like, I cannot see.
2: I cannot see.
3: Small noises, small little sounds annoys me. For me, it's this thousand bird. That produces this like constant sound like it's not an owl. It's like a pigeon, but it's not exactly the pigeon. I don't know the word in English, but ooh. for freaking hours. <laughs> and this is the weird things I hate about um,
4: electric sound. Like I could actually tell that like even the 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 screen is off, I can I can actually tell the T V is on or not. So I'm very oh, sensitive. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, Ooh, like I hate it. It, it
5: was, uh, whi- whistling, but maybe it's because I can't. Yeah.
4: Do it. I don't know. Try it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was just blowing really hard. Uh, we're almost done. What is your favorite curse word? What? What is your favorite curse word?
4: I'm a Japanese, I don't.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to call I'm not I'm not going to call you out, but okay.
4: My Say favorite? Japanese? It's okay, it's fine, we're all adults here. The one you said the most. What's your favorite curse word?
6: You can't pass.
4: F word. <laughs> okay,
6: that counts. Uh, it's F, but FIFA in Swedish.
2: I don't know.
0: <laughs> Someone to choose from?
2: I guess SHIT yeah, in Lithuanian
3: and in English. <laughs> in Lithuanian, would be <laughs> yeah, SHUDAS. I don't think I have one. Like,
0: oh. it's okay, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. It's nice. I kind of like the German scheiße. But I also like the, um, the Russian, it's a euphemism, really, it's not a real curse, but I love it for, for the, the, like the the sophistication of it. It's Mashuvat, it also has my name in it, so...
5: <laughs>
0: Elise? No?
5: Yeah.
0: no, no Sony already any. said she didn't have one.
5: Um, no. no, maybe, I don't know. I never curse, right? No. <laughs> I, I think I think it's just an adject I like f- fucking, yeah like before something like fucking something like that, because it has good. enough
0: power into it, yeah yeah, right. yeah. I, I all right like we're almost school. done, we're almost done. What other profession besides the one you're doing would you like to attempt <laughs> okay yeah
4: go ahead I would like to say mother, but actually the uh, the bar owner
0: yeah the bar owner oh, oh cool. yeah,
4: magician,
5: I was serious. <laughs> Uh, Anything creative,
3: I would secretly love to be a singer. Singer, mentioned that before. But also a graphic artist, which I'm going to be, yeah. Musician,
2: (laughs) I guess so?
1: Same here, musician, singer, whatever.
2: Related to music. I would like to be whatever. (laughs) Whatever, related to music.
0: What what profession... What profession would you not like to do?
6: Undertaker. Can you see? I'm very decided. Do you know what Undertaker is? Because I didn't know I had to go and and Google. The person who's burying that body. (laughs) I uh,
5: I think the worst job, I hope none of you has that job out there. It's when you work in a, like, a parking lot underground and you just get tickets and give people tickets. I would hate that job.
3: I Think I wouldn't like working any what you called cold calls in sales oh,
0: Cold calls. Yeah, 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 yeah,
3: uh, I Would
2: not like to work in a factory any kind of factory Hell no uh-uh. <laughs>
1: doctor because I cannot see blood or <laughs> bones or no, no, that. Good no. to know.
0: If there's every emergency, do not call Sonia, Sonia. Mo?
4: I was a high school teacher. I don't really want to like deal with somebody like me. Back in the teenage age.
0: Keep it, keep it. Okay, here's you the last one. You had
4: pink hair? What? You had pink hair? What I was have a rainbow story? color hair. Uh, Sometimes it's shaped as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like, turn up at school, like in front of the teachers, like I was shaving my hair. <laughs> in front of their face.
0: Rowdy Japanese people. Okay, here's the last one, ready? If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
3: (laughs) The dancing's over there. That's good, that's awesome, yeah.
4: I'm a Shinto, and we believe we became a, well, there's a God everywhere when you're spending a day. So we already talked to them. There you go. Welcome to the Savoy.
2: Maybe I would like to hear uh, you have a chance to reincarnate into whatever you want. Reincarnate. re, re- reincarnate. Oh, You said it right. You said it right.
5: <laughs>
0: okay. Well.
5: <laughs> I want to live forever. No. Well, that,
0: that's all the time we have for today. Uh, I'd like to thank all these amazingly talented women. Uh, it's a pleasure to dance with you. It's a pleasure to see most of you on a regular basis. Uh, Please help me applaud these wonderful people: Sonia, Pamela, Masha, Alice, Isa, and Mo. Thank you, guys, very much. The last thing—the last thing I have to say—is that this uh, this recording will be on. Uh, I'll put it on YouTube, and I'll put it on my podcast, uh, The Bright Side. Uh, it'll probably be up probably by the end of the week before that. Uh, so that way you guys can hear it and I'll post it onto the Prague Swing sites and everything. But again, thank you guys for joining us.
4: And we would like to say, we all like to say, thank you very much Mikey. Thank you, thank you. Thank you
0: Mikey. Have a great night everybody, thank you.